Hi, everyone. My name is Florence Leung, and you're listening to The Cultural Marketer, a weekly podcast by Catalyst Agents. Each week, we share our observations and insights on consumer trends in different cultures around the world and discuss how you could incorporate these learnings for your business. Hi, guys. So thank you for joining us for this week's segment of the Cultural Marketer podcast. And we are excited to actually welcome a member of our staff, Tina. Hello, Tina. Hi. Okay, so why are we chatting with Tina today? So Tina actually built her own YouTube channel and built it up to over what right now it's over 8000 subscribers. And she started back in October last year. So we are interested in finding out how do you go about doing it? So why did you choose to set up on TikTok and not another content channel? Like, why not a Instagram or a TikTok account, but a YouTube account? Um, because my content is like all about music covers and one song is about three to four minutes. So I think it's more um, applied to YouTube, like long videos. Okay, so it's really because you're looking at, say, long form content. So it makes yeah. more sense to be on YouTube. Oh, and also I heard that YouTube, <laughs> I can make money from YouTube at first. So that's, <laughs> that's, why that's always I, a plus, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I choose YouTube. And then I was um, too lazy to go on other platforms after YouTube. It's, it's actually like quite a job to maintain even just one channel, right? To do yeah. it really well. So when you're creating videos, how long does it take you to create like a three to four minute video, like you said? Mm, at first it took longer. Yeah. Because uh, like, first I need to record my voice, my vocal, and then I need to edit my vocal um, on Logic Pro. And that would take me around two to three hours. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I uh, record video like lip singing the song yeah that took me like one to two hours and then wow. editing <laughs> that took me um one hours one to two hours at first but now it's much quicker mm -hmm. so, so well but we're talking about it's already been one year so was it a steep learning curve like did you get fast pretty quickly or did it take you a longer time to really get familiar with those editing software that you mentioned it took me around two months okay so it's not too bad yeah because for singing you don't need to do a lot of editing mm -hmm. so. so some people of course they also think of creating their own channel but then the excuse is it's too much work so you just described each video takes about five or six hours or mm -hmm. so and so yes. far you've made 78 videos oh really I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've actually made quite a few videos. So we're looking at, say, 400 hours of work closely, mm -hmm. if my math is somewhat correct. So what kind of advice do you have for people who is also looking at starting their own channels? Mm. Like, how did you get to where you are? Do you think, like, what are some factors that got you to where you are? I would say at first it's really hard because uh, when you post a video online, like, no one... Uh, view your video that's really upsetting at first but um my friends and I, ha I have support from my friends and family and they say no you can do this and just keep posting and i also watch other youtubers video and they suggest that if you really wanted to make it work um the most important thing is to keep posting your video and it will trigger the youtube um algorithm 
to boost your video at some point. So it's so are you saying part of it is a numbers game? Yes. Almost, right? It's mm -hmm. the number of videos you have and also frequency. So the platform knows that you are active as a content creator. Yes. So do you set aside time like every week to record the video? Like, okay, I'm going to do this Saturday morning. During the COVID, uh, like the uh, lockdown, because mm -hmm. I, I was at home, so... Lots of time, right? <laughs> yeah, lots of time. So I upload like two videos per week. So I have a very strict schedule mm -hmm. um, during that time. Yeah. Uh, I record um, every Tuesday and Friday mm -hmm. for next week content. Mm -hmm. And I schedule my post. Okay, so there is some sort of discipline there that keeps up the frequency. Mm -hmm. Then, did you test any different aspects of your video? For example, YouTube, there is the visual to it. So, did you test different backgrounds, backdrops, setups in your house because you were yeah. stuck at home? Mm -hmm. I actually, I record <laughs> every room in my uh, in my house, and then. And finally, I, I found one place that only have a very uh, clean uh, background. Yeah. And I think that the, visually that looked better. Okay. So did it also show in the numbers though? Like when you um, record on a cleaner background, did you get more engagement, views? Like did the visuals really not, impact much? Not really for my channel. Okay. Yeah. I think for my channel is uh, more about the, uh, the song that, mm -hmm. that I pick. If the song is really popular, um, then the the views are higher than the other song. True. So kind of like if if I want to create a video on say Instagram versus TikTok, I might lean towards TikTok since more people are wanting to learn about that right now. So what's yes. hot, right? Mm -hmm. And do you also invest time in building your community? On YouTube so for example if people are leaving comments etc do you actively engage with them yeah I reply every comment that people uh, comment on my video what kinds of comments do you usually get I'm interested uh, like oh you seem so well like, I love your <laughs> voice things are all compliments but but I also <laughs> receive some uh, um, some bad comments like oh uh, someone else is uh, can seem better than you and yeah. like this so how do you respond to the negativity? Like being an influencer on any platform, of course you have some people who love you, who hate you, like how do you respond to that negativity? Uh, I usually ignore. <laughs> ignore. Ignore, hide, comment, delete. <laughs> I didn't delete it, I just uh, left it there. So in terms of, let's talk a bit about the numbers and engagement. Like when did you get the feeling that it's working now? I have one video uh, that that was I think was triggered um, by the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, like YouTube suggests that video. Okay. Yeah. So it became a suggested video. Yeah, it became a suggested video, and it really boosted my channel at that point. I think okay. that's that's like three months ago. Okay. That one video. Yeah. So then after that, after you had a suggested video, then all your views were boosted or? Not really, just that. Just that one select video. Yeah, one select video. Yeah. And then um, the followers uh, started to come, come into my mm -hmm. channel. And then I have another song like two months later mm -hmm. that was picked up by YouTube. 
So it's it's really about the frequency of pumping out content is almost by luck you might trigger the algorithm to yes. per- make you a suggested video then. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of since there is a visual component to your channel, have you ever been recognized on the street? <laughs> or not yet? Not Actually, yet. it's COVID, so we <laughs> haven't really been able to go out at all, right? Not yet. So when you first decided to you know, put your face up on YouTube mm-hmm. and become a content creator, um, did you ever think, well, do I really want to put my face out there in the public? Like, was there any fear of creating content, being in front of people, or you're totally comfortable with doing that? I'm comfortable of do, seeing in front of people because mm. you can see from my channel, I didn't post any like uh, personal stuff mm. on there, but mostly it's seeing. Yeah. I'm so if I asked you to cook, you'd be like, I'm not comfortable cooking in front of people. <laughs> um, on video, I think I can, <laughs> but in real life, no, I'm nervous. <laughs> but then singing in real life, would you still be okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. So it's mostly singing, you're okay on video or in person. Yes. (laughs) So are there any other key tips to maintaining, growing, starting a YouTube channel? Anything else that we missed? Like were there certain hashtags, um, keywords? So Mm -hmm. I'm sure you did more research than just watch videos from other content creators, right? So Mm -hmm. what other small details did you pay attention to? I use the uh, tube body. Yeah. Um, it's a Chrome extension. Okay, yeah. And I actually so, have that one too. Yes, and to help you to build your hashtag, no, yes, hashtags. Okay. And also key, keyword. Okay. Um, and, the, and it also suggests the keywords that you can use for a specific video that you are mm-hmm. posting. So I think that helped. And I also, during the COVID, because I'm so bored, <laughs> I, I bought I bought online a, uh, a YouTube guideline no, from a YouTuber. Okay, so like a YouTube marketing guide from yes. a YouTuber. Okay. Yes. And I think that girl, um, she grew in three months from zero to 100K sub- sub- subscribers. Okay. Yeah. So I found that's really interesting. So what tips did she share that was useful to you? <laughs> or you just bought the guide and it sat there? <laughs> oh, I actually read through <laughs> all the content there. Uh, I think what worked is the consistency yeah. and also the keyword. Mm-hmm. That uh, you have to plan your keyword before, you, uh, before posting your video. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe even creating your content so it aligns with the keywords. Yes. Right? If keywords are so important. Mm-hmm. So all good tips. So if you are looking to start your own YouTube channel, you know where to go. Go online, watch YouTube videos, make sure you're consistent, you post frequently, and then magic will happen. If you're also using the consistent like keywords, right? Mm-hmm. That are the topic of the current times. Okay. Awesome. Well, if you have not already listened to Tina Singh on YouTube, how can we find you, Tina, on YouTube? Uh, my YouTube channel is This Is Tina. This Is Tina. Okay, yeah. that's quite easy. So Tina's at 8,060 subscribers right now. If you're listening to this and want to be a part of that community, let's all come together and make it 10K. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you still posting weekly? 
bi-weekly now. Bi-weekly now, okay, <laughs> because she also has to do the work at Catalyst as well. So. <laughs> well, we hope you found this podcast useful and join us again for next week when we do another interview, this time with our staffer who is a TikTok influencer. So if you're looking to grow your TikTok account, you will want to tune in for next week. If you're looking for visual content, I also put my face out on YouTube, just like Tina. So on our Catalyst Agents YouTube channel, you will find more tutorials and resources to help you with social media marketing, both for English and Chinese. So hope that you will tune in next week and thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week on The Cultural Marketer. Was this week's cultural marketing insight helpful? Have questions, suggestions, or ideas to share? Email us at info at We look forward to hearing from you.